Welcome back to another episode of the Wicked Stepmom Podcast. My name is Jenna Garcia, and I'll be your host. We got a pony. We did not get a pony. Um, attention getter, though. <laughs> sucked them right in. Um, okay, as usual, we apologize that we're delayed. Um, somebody had to go and get a new job. Somebody decided to get a job and then get, I don't want to say promoted, two weeks into it and um, another job on top of the other job. So um, that's our excuse. But as many of you know, um, you know, when you have a shit ton of kids and a shit ton of driving, you... Are really busy most of the time so for living in such a small municipal area we do a lot of driving yeah we it's ridiculous do. so this one we thought we'd do something a little light-hearted and go over um some of our favorite memories or um you know favorite sayings i don't know um, just reminisce a little yeah anecdotes um quirks little things that the kids say or did or something and it was you know they'd never done it before until we were together so we had our own little mm-hmm. oh moment mm-hmm. um the first one that i want to talk about is like the first funny thing that happened um but it was it still happens by the way when we were at the gas station it was right around Izzy's birthday and you went in to get something and while you were in there Izzy was talking about how I was her fake mom yeah because she couldn't remember step but I loved that and we thought <clears throat> it, it meant the same to her yeah so like oh fake mom well she's a real mom she's just your stepmom oh yeah put two and two together to kind of a deal yeah I'm just pretending to be her mom it's Fake. Just fake mom. <laughs> well, okay, fake daughter. Then you're not getting shit from the Seven Eleven. <laughs> Gonna get you some some fake candy, and fake soda pops. <laughs> um, but that was, I don't know. It was just a really sweet memory. And that was during the initial infusion, so you know, to be expected. They don't know what that concept is yet. Yeah, and. We weren't married yet at that point. We were just engaged. As far so. as they knew, we were like roommates or friends or something. They yeah, girlfriends. I don't really think they know the... Yeah. Or really understood the whole concept. They were little. Well, as far as they knew, me and their mom were still married. We just never... We were never together anymore. They don't, they don't you know. You just each had a <laughs> significant other. Well, you came later, so... The difference was you were divorced. Yeah, first. I waited until I was divorced to do it. <laughs> Um, Yay me. Okay, what's one of your memories? It was... Uh, the first one that I can really remember is... And I think it was in the Caldwell house. Because the babies were little. And uh, we we taught Ryan, you know, why the sky is blue. Oh, yeah. So I asked Ryan, why is the sky blue? And he was, like, you know, just getting his legs under him with, like... He was three. Full sentences and yeah. answering questions... Instead of like, oh, squirrel, because three-year-old. So I asked him, hey, do you know why the sky is blue? And he's like, no. And I said, why is the sky blue? And he just looks at me kind of floatingly like, I have no clue because I'm three. And I, <laughs> Whatever. I, stare at stuff. I said, it's because God loves the infantry. And he's like, what? Because it was way too many words. <laughs> like, way too many syllables in one word for the three-year-olds to handle. So you coached him for like... A good 20 minutes, like, syllable by syllable. And yeah, then we repetition. recorded it. I'm like, hey, why is the sky blue? Because God loves the infantry. I'm like, that's right. You can be a good soldier someday. He was like, what? <laughs> they were they were chubby-faced little, you know, goldfish-eating machines. They weren't grasping the English language super hot back then. Yeah. I remember... Where's Jenna? <laughs> our first... Easter, um, you know, we were less fortunate back then, but also we don't, we don't give our kids a lot of candy or junk, right? 
So for Easter, it's like, you know, we wanted to get them something practical. Well, my mom always gave us like some treats and, you know, whatever, but... Homemade treats are better. Well, yeah, but we would also get like um, a new bathing suit or some flip-flops or a hairbrush. Fucking Easter dresses and shit? I've never heard of this, by the way. No, we never did that. Oh my God. I didn't hear this until I met a Mormon. Apparently, everybody's like, oh, you got to get them Easter dresses and get your boys, like, Easter clothes. Like, why? Yeah, so they can wear them one day. Yeah. You gotta be kidding me. Yeah, that's dumb. Um, anyways, so... They quit that years ago. (laughs) One of... squash to that shit. (laughs) One of the... One of the things that we got the kids was, like, um, helmets and hula hoops and... Remember that? Yeah, just random stuff. And... Well, the helmets were for a reason, but... Yeah, they but... They came at the same time. It was just good timing. We actually Anyways, have, we have video of that, too. Yeah, so I have like, a video of... They're wearing their bike helmets and the hula hooping. Mm-hmm. In and the like, Cobble house. They can't really... Ryan and Zoe were three and four, so they couldn't really hula hoop, so... They tried their asses off, though. Actually, they both would have been three. Yep. They loved them, Anyways, things, though. yeah, they were like... Spinning, but it was like their whole body. And like the, the hula hoop was standing still. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was pretty neat because they both had their helmets on too. Uh huh. Yeah. kind of crazy. Those, look- those were their first helmets actually. Yeah. They went through three helmets. Oh, three, four helmets by now. Yeah, Ryan especially. And that kid's helmet looked like Baghdad. All right, like you're Correct and chipped and peeling and shit. Probably, and this is more recent than um, some of the others, but it was a couple years ago. I don't think it was, it had to have been two, three years ago because, you know, COVID is all in all is COVID. Um, I get a phone call or a text. You were busy doing something or you were contracting and I had to go pick Matthew up from the junior high because he was sick, like feverish and shit, just... Like out of his out of his mind, he had a, he had a bad fever, and I went and picked him up. I was at the dentist with Ryan. Is that what it was? That was when all the kids had the flu so before Jaden got run over. we just assumed that it was flu. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Um, and the dentist was forever away, so <laughs> I had to have been at home though because I was in like my regular clothes. It mm-hmm. had to have been a down day or something. Yeah, I try and schedule stuff on down days. So I go I go to the school and pull up and. I had the cougar that day, and I walk inside, and they had him, like, inside the office or whatever. He was just kind of chilling there. You could tell he was out of it. Like, he was just kind of glazed over, and I went inside, and I'm like, hey, I'm here to here to pick up Matthew, and they're like, oh, he's, he's here. His fever is, you know, 101, whatever. I'm like, okay, cool, and uh, we had to have him tested, too, because they won't let you back in school or... Back then it was a fever, like you can't come back for 24 hours till after the uh-huh. fever breaks or whatever. Yeah. But I didn't take him to the doctor. No, because we don't do that. Yeah. Well, I ended up taking him yes. like a I couple just picked of him days up. later. I didn't, yeah. I didn't take him to the doctor. I just remember yeah. I picked him up and we walk outside and, you know, there was parking like right out front. So mm-hmm. we walk out and the cougar's right there and he's like, oh, we get to ride in the cougar on the way home? Like, heck yeah, dude. He was... He, it's almost like he was so out of it, he, like he just, he was floating. It's almost like he was uh, just drunk or high. He was, he was like real <laughs> <Whatever>. chill, like, <laughs> this is so awesome. Thank you for picking me up. I don't feel good. I'm like, that's all right. So we cruised on the way home. And I think we picked up a couple of Gatorades at that gas station right there too. I'm like, you'll be all right. And we get back to the house and I'm like, hey, you should probably drink water and go lay down or something like that. It was it was just that that particular uh, caption for me was it's like he didn't know how to be anything but very loving and sweet and grateful. He was transitioning into a teenager at that point, so it was super welcome. Yeah. He was like, Thank you for picking me up. I'm like, Don't worry about it, dude. He's kinda quiet, you know? He was just kinda staring at shit and I'm like, This kid is out of it. Because he's not normal he's very chatty normally. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm like, yo, this kid is definitely sick. He's he's the perfect kid today. He's just staring out the window like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> that was, it. That stood out to me because uh, he was he was very thankful and like overly so. And I think he was just kind of feeling 
Oh, you could, he had a fever. You could, his face was red. Like, you could tell he had a fever. And he was, like, talking kind of slow. He was congested. I mean, he, he sounded sick. I'm like, ooh, we should probably get you some, some Tylenol and some water. Get you to bed. And then the next day is, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> that, that was a long month. I, I just remember <laughs> that one because he was, he was actually kind of sweet to me that day. And it was, it was really nice. He's not normally like a, a like a very sweet person. He's normally just regular. He's not. He's just a regular teenage yeah, boy. Yeah, he's not overly yeah. um, gracious or overly aggressive. That day, he was just he was overly thankful and and warm. That's probably one of the warmest days I've ever had with him, like one on one. It was it was really neat. Um. One of the memories I have is when we were first dating like I mean it was still winter and snowy so it had to have been February March when Probably we March. went to McCall and took all the kids I think it might have been April because we would have there was a lot of snow still up mm-hmm. there that's what when we went up there we're like oh dang there's still a bunch of snow oh, up here okay and it was definitely not before on Gabe's birthday so it had to have been April yeah. We just went up for, like, we just, like, hey, let's get out of the house. The day trip, day yeah. Trip. Um, but That was neat. I remember we were playing with the kids at the park by the Shore Lodge, mm-hmm. and um, they were climbing on that little dinosaur thing, and we I don't know. a lot know. of pictures of it, too. Yeah, and there were, like, it was just the five of them, because we didn't have Jaden. Um, they, they were all pretty little back then, too. Like, yeah. J- or uh, Matthew wasn't six feet tall. Yeah. Casey didn't have, you know, girl boobs and... Girl boobs. They, they were all still, <laughs> like, boobs. very... They were all still children. children. Yeah. But um, that was just a good day because it was lighthearted and fun and... Super spontaneous. Yeah. What did we do for lunch that day? Do you remember? Yeah, we went with Danny and Joe and had yes. pizza. Okay. Yeah. That's right, because Aunt Kelly was there. and Okay. Yeah. And that's when... That's when... Uh, uh Hold on. Joe is Cammie's cousin. cousin. And so these are. I call her Aunt Kelly because that's Cammie's aunt. Yes. Um, but They're very just, sweet people. Just to clarify that these are not either of our family. They're yeah. hers. Anyways, finish with your story. <laughs> um, but, you know, still on good terms with them. And uh, they own, you know, a really neat house up in McCall. And we were going to be up for the day. So we called them up and, like, hey, do you want to do lunch? Uh, it was very random, very sudden, and they're like, heck yeah, we'll do this, and Joe's mom is Kelly, and she just happened to be in town, she's a she's a traveling contract nurse, so she just happened to be in town, I think she was actually working at Luke's up in McCall at that point, and they met us for pizza, and we had like this big lunch, and it was super cool because we had all the kids, we, didn't, we don't get out a lot with all of them, and the food was good. And then uh, just randomly, because uh, Kelly hadn't met you yet, and she was like... Joe and Danny hadn't either. But they were... I don't know. It's, it's They're, they're they our age. They knew about me? Yeah, they're closer to our age. And Joe's mom, Kelly, we went up to get like more uh, drinks, like uh, pitchers of Coca-Cola or something. Maybe we were paying you the guys, bill? Yeah, you guys were ordering. And Kelly's like, she's really pretty. And I'm like... I know, thank you. <laughs> it was just one of those like totally candid moments and I was like, Yep. Mm-hmm. Nailed it. I don't know, and, and Danny, he's he's an awesome dude. I I love that guy. I've always liked him. So I'll even though I know this is my memory, but I'll piggyback on that. Years later, you know, Danny and I always kept in touch or Joe and I always yep. kept in touch and um, I have some of her artwork. Yeah, when I was uh, teaching a class up in McCall one day, I had to stay overnight, but I met Joe for hot cocoa at the lodge yeah, because yeah. she was pregnant, so yeah. we couldn't have drinks. But um, I don't know. It's just, it's like when we talk about Summer and I being friends everyone thinks it's so strange but then like here I am having drinks with the cousin of the ex that I don't get along with it's just 
so interesting. I don't I, know. Danny and Joe were always very, very much like uh, distance from the main family. Like the Joe drama was, of it. Joe was very, you know, her grandpa and her grandma, which is Cammy's grandma and grandpa. Um, she was very close with them. So after Purvis died, she spent a lot of time, you know, making sure Mary Paul was okay, but they lived in McCall and they always kind of did their own thing. Yeah. Like Joe was a pharmacist uh, and Danny, I remember he, he started his own business or something eventually. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It was, it was a while ago, but they were always like the most neutral and um, receptive and warm people that I could remember. And then, you know, they had their own kids and had to deal with their life type of stuff. But there was very kind. I mean, Danny, seriously, he was a hard-working, backwoods lumberjack of a dude, but he was a sweetheart. Yeah, he was always very nice. He's, um, he's one of my favorite people. It's your turn for another memory. So, thinking about that situation, because I only, I only remember that from pictures. The The day was just... We just meant to get out of the house, and we ended up having, like, this super good day. Yeah. It just, it turned into a really neat set of memories. I feel like I've forgotten a lot of situations like that, that were not meant to be something like that. Yeah. But, probably one of my favorite flashbacks is, I don't know, probably when you met Summer on FaceTime, (laughs) when Jaden was coming to live with us. Because uh, my ex-wife and I made a deal. Um, a verbal agreement. A, a verbal gentleman's agreement. His last two years of high school, no matter where or what we're doing, he would come to live with me full-time instead of her full-time. And this was all based on school, mind you. Like, you keep the kid in school, and he would always come to me for the summer. And then junior and senior year, he would come to me, and he would come to me for the school year and visit her during the summer. Um, we both agreed many, many years ago that at that point in his life, he's probably going to need more dad's influence in shaping than mom's. And when that time came, she she was <laughs> prying and clawing at the door frame to keep him from leaving, like mentally and emotionally, not physically, obviously. But yeah. we, we all sat down and talked together, um, eventually, you know, on the phone and on FaceTime, like we, we worked all, we all worked through this just rehashing the reasons why and then we see her on FaceTime and she was having a mom day and my baby's leaving my house by the way this one was five foot one and her son is you know six feet tall she's like my baby's leaving me I'm like Summer he could carry you anywhere in that house and not break a sweat you were tiny she's like that's my baby I'm like fair but she calls us up and she's like, I'm going to eat pizza and drink wine in bed. And she's FaceTiming us. And we're like, hell yeah, girl. Yeah. Eat pizza and drink wine in bed. And she's like talking to us the whole time. Just very emotional. But that level of comfort that she had with us by that point, because that's a, a vulnerable, like emotional place for a mom to be. She's like, and all I, right, I guess I'll let this happen. She's like sipping her wine, eating her pizza, just chilling in her bed. I had only been around two years yeah, at that it was, point. Yeah, it was still very kind of new. Because Jaden was 13 when I met you, and he was 15 when he came to live mm-hmm. with us. So, but and She knew it was coming. She was dreading it. Yeah. But after that conversation, like just that, that conversation existing and that FaceTime existing, I'm like, oh, this is a done deal. You guys just need to chat with each other and chill. But one thing that I'll never forget that she said is she said... Um, that one of the main reasons why she's still, you know, following through with it is mm-hmm. because of me. Yep. Because it was not my ex. Yeah. She was betting on me still being with my ex and being like, nah, dog. Yeah. At which point I would have been like, yeah, you're nah, probably you're right. right. <laughs> you're right. Which obviously means, you know, there's something wrong with the situation. And thankfully, we'd never come to that. She was just like, fuck. I wasn't expecting him to have somebody I liked in the house and that Jaden loves. Damn it. Now I gotta drink one and eat pizza and feel bad for myself. I think there was a cat on the bed. I mean, it was a, it was a neat conversation. Yeah, that's, that's a good memory. Um, I feel like that's a forgotten one, too. That she... Yeah. Oh, she did it. 
and I'm proud of her, and I'm super happy she did. Yeah. Because um, Jaden was going to do what he mom, what his mom wanted at that point. Yes, and you respect Summer enough that you would... you would. I would have gotten a lot more time with him. I just wouldn't have got the whole school year. Yeah, even if, you, even if you would have been disappointed, you still would have, you know, not made her feel bad or made him feel bad. You'd just no. suck it up and carry on. Jaden's a... He's a daddy's boy too, though, so... It was yeah. it was almost a fifty fifty the way he felt about kind of the the two houses. Yeah, uh, he loves AJ his... and you notwithstanding. It was, it would have been a hard toss up for him, but yeah. in the end, I think he would have he would have stayed with someone. I'm like, okay, cool, dude, but I'm gonna get you extra though. Yeah, um, he was a good dude. Yes, I like that kid. Me too. You're um, up. I'm trying to think. I thought of one and then I lost it. Oh, um, it's okay. Don't panic. It's not like the iPad? No. Um, I remember the first time I met your mom. Oh. She came to visit us, and I remember My I mom was... pretty neat. Yeah. I remember I was in the kitchen, and the kids were playing out back, and, you know, you told me how your mom was, but still, when you first meet someone, you kind of have to, like... You gotta absorb it. Yeah, and like kind of feel not out. go full full Jenna on the kids in front of her, right? But then you were like, nah, you, just go full Jenna on the kids. Yeah, just be yourself. And so yeah. I was like, well, you know, whatever, I'll just do that. She'd be pissed and she would know you were lying. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, I think I'm an okay mom. I'm a I'm a good stepmom, so I'm just gonna do what I normally do, and if she doesn't like it, she's gonna be leaving anyways. So um, you know, not living with us or whatever. So it probably didn't help that I, the way I described my mom, um, <laughs> well, I could have overshot it. I could have underestimated it. I could have related it to you wrong. So you went in with a amount of caution because you still have to see the truth for yourself, no matter what I say. Yeah, but it's not even. I could just be like, ah, she's fine. And she comes in, she's like, who the fuck are you? You know what I mean? Yeah, no, it's not even that. It's just, I, I wanted her to like me and I wanted to get along with her because oh. I knew that she didn't with. My mom liked you. But anyways, so I remember... She's already met you. The kids were doing something out back. Out on the side yard, yeah. And I was like getting after them for something. I don't remember what it was, but... (laughs) I think they they were... It was something like they're tossing a ball around and it kept hitting the windows or it was something like that. And you were like, hey! Yeah. Stop hitting my house with a fucking ball. It wasn't aggressive, but you were like... You. Yeah. Keep the ball off the house. Yeah. Unless you want to wash my entire fucking house and my windows. <laughs> that type of stuff. Yeah. But I remember um, you telling me later that she she liked that mm-hmm. I handled shit. So. Yeah. She's like, I like her. Yeah. Because my mom doesn't do a damn thing. Yeah. She just, my mom's chilling, like playing Candy Crush on her phone or just some innocuous thing at this point. And she was like, I like her. Pushes her glasses up and goes back to her phone. I'm like, told you. <laughs> Your so, turn. I feel like that was an easy one. But a good one. That was a good one. Um, not totally kid related. But the first time you met my grandma and my aunt... Oh, yeah, I remember that. And they were bringing presents for the kids. Mm-hmm. And my grandma and aunt, they don't, you know, get out and about a lot because they're, you know. They're homebodies. They're them. They like being at home with their with their blankies and their and their puppies and whatnot. Um, but, like, they get out of the car and I'm like, hey, grandma, hey, auntie. And my grandma's like, oh, come here. And she just hugs you. Yeah. And I'm like. Yeah, that's her. <laughs> she like she, skipped you yeah, and went straight went right me. around me. And she was like, oh, hey, it's nice to meet you. I'm like, Grandma, that's Jenna. <laughs> so, and they was like, better get these packages out of the car, boy. I'm like, fine. Because, <laughs> you know, they bought the kids a bunch of Legos, obviously. It was, uh, that was, that was one of the neat moments because my grandma's that. not like a, she's no kind of, no kind of bitch. Unless you come into her house and, and talk shit about her babies. She'd be like, I love you. Give me a hug. 
She's a regular Mexican grandma. Yeah. But she just gets up, moves around me like a river around a rug. She comes up and hugs you. She's like, oh, it's so nice to meet you. Finally, oh, you're so pretty. <laughs> I'm like, oh, second class citizen. <laughs> it's like when you have, when grandparents have grandkids, like, oh, fuck you. Yep. I'm here for them. I'm here for the little ones. Yeah. I'm going to spoil them. Fuck off. I'm going to go back to bed, though. Yes, yeah. Bye. <laughs> have fun with the hoodlums. That one, that one stuck out pretty big, though, because... First time you meet my grandma, boom. Because mm-hmm. we're huggers. I'm a big we hugger. We all huggers up in here. I hug and my, my grandma's a hugger. Yeah, I hug my family when I see them, and then also when I before I leave them. My dad, hugger. My mom, not so much. Yeah. My mom would hug me. Yeah. Or, uh, well, she'd hug you. But she's not going to be like, oh, you brought your cousins? I don't know them. I, I honestly don't remember hugging your mom more than once. You did when she was once. here. Yeah. When she when when she was here for Jaden. Yeah. Yeah. Um so one of my most favorite memories of your dad was the first time that I met him when we were leaving we that trip. And my he dad's a big hugger. He hugged me and he said be good to each other. And I just remember like he had on this nice sweater mm-hmm. and he does love a good sweater. Yeah. Yeah. But I also love that that was when, like, when I saw your dad, I was like, holy shit, That's that is Gabe. Gabe. Yeah. He's like a, a taller... Adult Gabe. Adult Gabe. Yeah. 100% His Gabe. mannerisms right now his are hair's darker. very similar to Gabe. Yeah. His hair's darker than Gabe's, but okay, I'm aside gonna go from that... i book for five hours. See you later. Yeah. But that... I love that memory of your dad. Well... The the past this last visit we had was actually pretty neat too because yeah. he's you know he came out of his shell a lot more, uh, and it was super neat because I haven't gotten to talk to him a lot, just being geographically separated obviously because he's not a phone guy yeah, but the past visit we had that was that was some of the most and and best conversation I've had with my dad in years yeah especially since mom died but even before that he was just always you know, busy with something or preoccupied with something. He doesn't answer the phone. And he definitely doesn't text. (laughs) (laughs) He has, the phone he has because of uh, the security system they have. It just happens to be a working iPhone. So we send him pictures and text messages and stuff. And he's like, I always get them. I just don't respond. I'm like, I know. Yeah, that's okay. he just started like randomly calling me. Yeah. But I have to piggyback on that because, um... Another favorite memory of your dad was this last time when, um, when I was, every time I hugged him this last time, he'd kiss my shoulder. Mm -hmm. My dad is a very affectionate man. I know. I just loved it because like I could feel that he like loved me being there and he appreciated Mm -hmm. me being there and. He also loves our dog. Yeah. Oh yes. He wants to steal her. Yes, he does. She was probably, like, the best part of that visit for him because he used to have uh, a dog named Lucy, and she died very recently. Yeah, a year ago. Um, well, for him, it might as well be yesterday. You know my dad. It's not been quite a year, I guess. He holds on to stuff. It was just a few months ago. It was, like, June. Yeah. Um, but Dixie comes in. She's very quiet. She sniffs, and she, she you know, kisses, but she doesn't bark. She doesn't piss and shit on his stuff. She just... Lays down and stares at you or loves you. That's it. Yeah. He's like, that is the best dog ever. I'm like, you ain't stealing my dog, dude. <laughs> it's your turn for a memory, but do you want to take a break first? Let's take a break and uh, see if we can get some ads and sponsorships out of these. <laughs> ads and sponsorships. That's it. Okay, so I just have to say that TJ's like, <laughs> I wish that I had this recording. But he's I'm like... We should always be recording. I know. This is the best conversation. He's like, we should do some some not-so-good flashbacks. Because all of our podcasts are just kind of on a whim and more conversational. We don't, yeah. like, plan anything out. We don't have a script. Yeah, we don't have psychologists and fucking doctors. It. Yeah. Um, but he's like, we should do some not-so-good ones. Which I was thinking it, but I thought, like, maybe do a whole good one and mm-hmm. a whole bad one. Whole episodes, I mean, one of those episodes would be a super fucking downer. I don't want that. That's true. But anyways, he's like, well, I don't mean like bad, bad ones. <laughs> like, oh 
my gosh, okay. Whatever. You go. Your turn. Wait, I don't want to go with something <laughs> super easy that was a bad flashback. First thing that came to mind was Jaden get run over by a Honda. Yeah, that's a bad one. So, it turned out fine, but I don't want to see... That's, it's like low-hanging fruit. It's too easy. But I thought of that when I came back. I'm like, shit. Because he left us like months later. Went and joined the army. Thank God. So there's a positive flashback based <laughs> on a negative one. He didn't die. Um, no, I thought we could do some not-so-fun flashbacks. All right, go. All right. Probably the first thing that comes to mind, and this is my own personal not-so-positive flashback. Hearing a three-year-old call me a faggot. Not great. Um, Not great. Except I think he was two. He, he had to have been <laughs> Get closer it to right. three. Gosh. He had to have been closer to three. Well, obviously, we met the end of February. He turned three in April, yeah. but it was pretty I think fast. it was right around there. Yeah. It was within the first few months. I can't really pin it down. Yeah. I do remember it was still cold out. So you're right. It was also, I just remember it was Caldwell because it was that last stoplight before you turned into the subdivision. Yeah. But. So that wasn't great. But I also didn't hear that firsthand. I heard it from you. And that broke my heart because that's a little baby boy. Yeah. Who's learning a word. He should probably not even worry about ever. Yeah. Well, that's how you know where they hear it. TJ is faggot. Yeah. (laughs) Really? I heard that and I was like, huh. A person who's never met me is telling a child who doesn't know me a name that he doesn't know the meaning of mm-hmm. because of his own shitty life decisions. Like, sorry, bro, I'm banging your ex-wife. Get over it. Yeah. Also, she's not your ex-wife. That's my girlfriend. I don't even know you. Mm, that sucked, right. though. That yeah. was a, a not-so-hot flashback. Yeah. Um, mm. It was never repeated, though. No, it wasn't. Um, one of my first... Um, not good flashbacks was when Cammie used to just walk in the door. Oh my God. Fuck. And also one of those times you called her babe. <laughs> Remember that? I don't, I don't recall calling her babe. I thought it was... Oh, I... no. You were given her Zoe's car seat and she said something and you were like, I'll get it, babe, or something like that. And I was like... <laughs> See, I, don't, I don't remember that. Flames. No. Just a minute, Ryan. Um, no candy for you. I remember what you did <laughs> seven years ago. <laughs> um, but anyways, those that was a couple of bad memories for me. Yeah, I don't even or remember. not so good ones. But I was even in the conversation. I don't remember doing that. Yeah. I think it was one of those things where it's just habit. Like when Zoe calls me grandma like by accident. Auto, yeah. Autopilot. I didn't hold like it against you. I just made sure you knew that you did it and I heard it and I did not like no it. No sense in making sure that I knew I did it when I don't remember doing it. In the moment though, I told you. I told you once she left. Mm. Anyways. Oh, yeah, I did it. Never happened again. I think you're accusing so. me of false crimes. <laughs> this all sounds like fake news. Love you. <laughs> she was already a bitch. She ain't gonna be mad at me. Let's hear one of your other bad memories. What you got? Mm. What you? What you? What you got? Um, it's not like there's a lot of them. Um, no, but even just like when I asked the kids, like something you struggled with or something that upset you, because I think for the most part, you and I, we've never really had big issues. It's just all this other little stuff that. We have to figure out how to navigate when it comes. Probably the first conversation we had with the kids where we got them to admit their mom is actively telling them not to listen to you. You're not their mom and you they don't have to do shit that you say. Mm-hmm. With me in the room. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? This is a woman who feeds you and bathes you and clothes you and takes you to school. What? There's no way on earth you are not doing what this woman says, no matter what it is. And Izzy was the hardest. This was like probably the beginning of our our hardest um, stretch with Izzy, kind of coming to terms with it. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's not that she didn't believe it or didn't know it. It's that she was grappling with it mentally because she was growing into a young lady, you know, young tween. Well, and she has that loyalty to her mom. And like we always say, you She's know, the they gravitate the they gravitate towards the one that needs them most. The that needs it the most. Yeah, and that's exactly what she's done. And at that point, she was protecting that whole dynamic. So Mm -hmm. we broke that barrier, thankfully. I mean, both the oldest ones have caused us the most strife, but cracking somebody who doesn't want to fucking talk and be honest is a lot tougher. And she finally, eventually we got there, but that that was trash. I, I hated that entire conversation. I'm like, Oh, you know how you done messed up in this world? You put your dick in crazy and left it there. Remember then, when I told Jaden, learn from your father's mistakes and don't fuck crazy? Yeah, don't put your dick in crazy. <laughs> and if you do, don't leave it there. I'm really smart. So dumb. Well, <laughs> the, I think the worst part of the whole thing is you can compare Summer to Cammie. Summer's awesome. I yeah. think she's pretty awesome. Yeah, 110%. Comparatively, she is the Pope. So yeah. I, don't, I don't understand. I don't know where I went wrong, but your turn. Um, I remember the turkey deployment. That was like one oh, of that my... Was- fucking trash that was trash on both sides of the world yeah so that was like my hardest deployment um at home I think a lot of it had to do with it was my first so there was a lot that I didn't know she didn't deploy she she was here one-on-one with you yeah she took the kids from me wouldn't let me see them wouldn't let them come to our house wouldn't, she wouldn't was give me a straight answer when I tried to talk to her from nine thousand miles away. Right. Um, we were trying to figure out a new daycare. She wanted to send him somewhere expensive and an hour from our house. And so That's I was I told her I was gonna keep that child support. Well, yeah, and so we were gonna try and find something, you know, that was convenient for both of us. How dare we even we were gonna do that, mention that. Um, you told her to work with me. She wasn't going to because I'm not their parent. Um, and then, uh, yeah. You get served while I'm gone. I got served papers. Like, was it a, a week before you got home? It was two weeks before. So like we had to see the attorney the day that you got home. That was fun. Um, and, and also we, she texted us at like 7 a.m., 9 a.m., oh, and no, said, it was, like, it was like, you, 7 can or 8 get, you can get the kids. Oh, I think that's what it was. I got home. We got to the house around 2 a.m., I think. Yeah, it, it was, was 2.30. Pretty late. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, we get a text, fucking, like, sun up. She's like, you can come get the kids now. I'm like, okay. <laughs> that's fine. I almost got a nap. And on top of that, the stuff that was going on here, I don't know the the depth of it because she was, I know now, an awful, awful person. I only got the, like, the text messages. Like, yeah. she didn't call me. She just like, hey, I'm going to take you to court and have the child support revalidated. I'm like, you're fucking stupid. Because <laughs> I'm an order Yeah, right but, you, but you never said that. Yeah, I did. You didn't say you're fucking stupid. Sure did. I don't remember that. Well, I didn't say it to you. Well, I know that. I just you're you don't usually. Her sister talk also like told that. her she was fucking stupid. Yeah, because she made um, more money than me. And then Still. another thing I remember is I was in California because I had to take Tegan down to Nick and Leslie, and she was texting. Oh, when Nick me. was doing his thing. Yeah, and just like these long texts, and I'll Big take care of. Oh, we screenshotted all this, by the way. Oh my. God, I used to screenshot every conversation, we good have or bad. It was ridiculous. Gigs of pictures of screenshots. It was ridiculous, but that's oh, in like, the middle of it. My gallbladder failed, and there was a coup. Yeah, emergency surgery, food and water a ration, no big deal. <laughs> Fuck me. Anyway, I got I got off the plane. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to go see the lawyer again. Yay! But you didn't get to see the kids for fucking it months. It was like. It was like it was three about, and a half, yeah, four months. Most of the deployment. Yeah. 
So yeah, I did go to all their one. games and stuff, but that was well, that's that the only way we were gonna see him because he's a piece of shit. Yeah, we gotta let Ryan have his candy, so we're gonna have to. It's eight thirty. It's technically okay. So what are we? What are we're we doing? gonna pause it. Okay, pause. Ah, uh, it's your turn. It's TJ's turn. We went. We did my turn while you guys weren't listening. <laughs> um. Well, so th- I guess that one was kind of a bad memory for both of us because well, it sucked. That was but... kind of a shit year all around. Yeah, it, it was. was our second year. It was our first year married. It was our second year together. Yes. And it sucked. Not. Not because of us. <laughs> a lot of circumstances involved, but um, shoot! After that, it's been peachy. Peachy cane, I think. It's been perfect, and uh, I think we're done. No. I know. I'm fucking with you. I think, um, like, I don't really have bad memories, but I think it's, like, the the yours versus mine scenario, it, you know, is oh, always God. ends up coming up. But I remember um, the night before I left for my Chico contract... Zoe flipped off Ryan on the stairs. Oh, yeah. And it caused an argument between us because you were like, oh, no, Zoe wouldn't do that. and Or Zoe said she didn't do that. Well, Ryan said she did. You know, a A clusterfuck. Well, it was a he said, she said thing. Yeah, but it caused an argument between us, and that sucks. But that was a bad memory for me because here I am, like leaving the next day, and we're arguing. And you still left, so bad memory for me. (laughs) I spent the next half a fucking year being super dad, and it was awesome. You were super dad. I didn't make stroganoff right once, but the rest of the food was good. And I dealt with a couple of incidents at school. Bobby got a DUI. You were here for that. Well, for that weekend, but you had the boys for the entire month after that. Yeah. Nonstop. Had to deal with the carving up of the bus seats. Oh, yep. A lot of shit happened when we were gone. But made Bobby go to that one, made him sign all the paperwork. Mm-hmm. Fuck that shit. Benefits of being the step-parent. Mm. What did I tell Zoe that? I have no legal rights here. You might want to send that paperwork, big homie. What did I tell that to Zoe about? Oh, no, it was Izzy last night changing her name. We were just joking around, and I was like, I'm going to change your name to, what did I say? Don't know. I don't remember anyways, and she's like, no, please. And I'm like, don't worry, I don't have any legal rights to you. <laughs> yeah. I don't Oh. Um. Then there was this one time Jaden got run over by a Honda Civic. That was bad. His senior year. January of his senior year. Yep, January 28th. That was right before or right after something that we had going on that that happened. It was right after four of the kids had the flu. That's what it was. We rounded out the month of January with a fucking kid getting run over. Getting a Honda Civic parked on his chest. Yep. And Summer had to come live with us for three weeks. So, I don't know. Like, fun flashbacks and not-so-fun flashbacks. You could dig deep in your hat full of magic for fun ones or bad ones all day. There's a lot of stuff that stands out. Some of the stuff that I consider not-so-fun... I don't think would register to a lot of people. And I probably never told you about. Which means, frankly, they don't matter. More people... It would probably register with more people than you think. Well, I don't care about more people. I know, but if you could, like, help someone by sharing your story... My shitty day. (laughs) I mean, maybe. So then they know, like, that time that you were just back from Turkey and we were doing uh you remember a lot more of the bad stuff than I do believe it or not because you've spent way more time having to deal with it than I have yeah that's true I guess you've taken care of most of 
our negative situations. So I didn't have to worry about it. Yeah, but I also think I'm more sensitive to things. So like the scenario I was going to give was when you got back from Turkey, you were doing something with the kids. I felt like a fifth wheel. So I left and I drove up the block to the church parking lot and I sat in the car and I cried. And then I just went home when I was done. But sometimes you just got to cry it out. But that's the kind of stuff it's important to share because then they know, like, oh, I'm not alone for going and crying in a parking lot for feeling left out. There's some context. <laughs> it can't be you did some of the kids and I feel like a fifth wheel. I don't remember what you guys were doing. I remember you were at the table and I said something and I felt like you snapped at me. And it, w- it was kind of like in front of the kids you were... Not on your side? Yeah, I think. And so that upset me. And I'm not going to have an argument with you when you just got home because I missed you for 194 days. Have an argument. No, I'd Passion rather goes just... both ways. I and know, it usually but... usually leads to making up. <laughs> you missed out that day. Just saying. But I... The best 30 seconds of your life. You know sometimes I just have to cry it out and get over it in my own time. It's not... I don't want to argue. I don't like arguing. I don't... It's, it's a time waster. Well, the amount of shit that we argue about that amounts to zero on a daily basis, <laughs> it's most of it. But if you didn't care, you know, you wouldn't place any value on it. You'd let it slide. And then you become numb or callous to each other. Like, oh, that's fine. I don't care how he talks to me in the same room. Like, right. Just weird shit where eventually you're like, I don't even know why I'm here anymore. I don't like being in bed with you. I don't, I don't care if you're in the room type of stuff. You know, mm-hmm. you get, it's not that you're, uh, it's not even that you don't care. It's that you're, you're indifferent. There's a difference there. I'm positive, but I'm indifferent to your feelings and I'm just going to go do what I want and stare at my phone and be like, Hey, I'm going to go, uh, shack in a motel. I'm going to invite five guys over and audition them all. I'm like, all right, yep, cool. Be safe. Don't, don't get kidnapped later while I'm staring at my phone or the TV or, you know, mowing the lawn. That's not the world I want to live in. Mm-mm. But I think the the amount of negativity that people experience, especially as step-parents, it's definitely, overwhelmingly, it, it takes an emotional toll mm-hmm. because you have to try a hundred times harder. Yeah. Just well, to be no, accepted. No. You don't have to, but you do. Yeah. And the fact that you don't have to makes it hurt so much more because you could just quit, but you're not going to. So you know the next hurt is going to come. Mm-hmm. But you also know the next um, breakthrough or epiphany or smile is also going to come, and that's what you're, you're, you're going towards. It's like uh, you're running a marathon, but every mile you get a smile. And the whole time you're running the next mile... It feels like there's no smiles. And then you hit that next mile marker, there's a smile, and you just keep going. And it's a never-ending marathon. It's not, you know, there's no finish line, but it feels like that. It really does sometimes, but it's not. Yeah. It, it can't be. Otherwise, it wouldn't be worth it, and you wouldn't keep doing it. I mean, we wouldn't... I love our house. I love our kids. They have way more good days than they have bad now because they feel like most of them are through the transitory uh, they're not all teenagers so I'll shut the fuck up we have <laughs> we have some really good best case scenarios that came out of our situation the amount of bad days we've had could fucking fill the Grand Canyon the amount of good days we've had could also fill the Grand Canyon <laughs> I mean and even if they don't who cares they were that th- good comparatively. And it's not that I'm comparing like, oh, these hundred bad days are trumped by this one good day because yay it was good. It's that you don't you don't you're not keeping tally. Right. But I'm not I keeping still... score. Uh you're I not looking s- to gloss it over. Like we learned our lessons and that's how we got to where we're at. We yeah, but a lot I of fucking lessons. feel like we have way more good days than bad days. We've also 
worked really hard to have what we have with all of them. I, I don't even I don't even include Jade anymore. He was sorry. That was too easy. That was a that was a, a fucking cakewalk. That was a con. Yeah. When it comes to kids, the the other five were like the real trial. But we've done. We've made a lot of really great progress, um, especially with the two 15-year-olds. And the littles, they're, I don't know, they're better than they were. We're better than we were. We recognize a lot more bullshit than we used to, so we fight way less. I think it's different, too, when when you're more secure in your relationship. And because at least me I struggled for a really long time thinking that you were too good to be true so I was constantly waiting for you to you know like show show your true colors or waiting for the other shoe to drop yeah yeah and I it it just took a lot of personal work on my end of things to I was usually busy physical work. Yeah, but I, I just mean like... I had to do it too. Yeah. Still doing it. I think I struggled with it more. Like, it took years for you telling me I was beautiful to actually believe that, that you believed that. Well, you still let me hit it, so I believed it. <laughs> <laughs> Must not be too bad. <laughs> no, but I don't... It, you it's never said just, no, so I thought things were cool. <laughs> I thought it was all right. Um, it's just stuff like that 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 I think of. I don't know. I'm going to grab your butt in public until we're really old, and it's going to be awkward for other people. I don't give a shit. Perfect. Um, I, I understand totally what you're saying, though. Yeah. I do. Um, but I think also... Knowing the exes, I think we have a pretty decent understanding of why we are the way we are. Yeah. Like, as adults. Yeah. Not, oh, I didn't get a fucking toy when I was three type of shit. Like, right. I spent yes. 10 years in the seventh circle of hell. But. And now I don't fucking believe you. I, I get that. I also, um, when I think about it. I used to have hair, by the way, just so you guys know. <laughs> um, I always wanted to give Cammie the benefit of the doubt. I mm. wanted to think that she was a good mom. You should never have done that. That she wanted what was <laughs> best for her kids. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, she says these things. Well, she just loves them. And like, I'm always trying to justify her actions. I told you a long time ago. I know. So I think that over time when you, you know, you see the repetition and, and all of that. But also same goes for not just her, but like you showing up and being consistent with me telling me I'm beautiful or showing affection to me or taking care of me. Well, she proved herself to you. I didn't actually have to tell you any of that. Right. I mean... um, I just tried to warn you. Yes. Yeah. Um, But it's like the okay thing, you know? I always thought like, no, I just... If I could just explain to her and you're like, no. No. Yeah. And I'm like, why not? You know, any... I'll tell you Reasonable what, you waste human. Your mad. I'm gonna say okay, and I'm gonna go sit and have a beer while you get mad, <laughs> because I know how it's gonna go. I'm gonna do what the fuck I want anyway. Yeah, I don't know. I just think when you I don't listen to liars lie. You get, you get more comfortable when you, when you have that repetition and that backing, and you know what I mean. I know it. It's tough too. It's tough. We are coming into each other's lives, uh, especially at the point we did. We had a lot to prove to each other because we had young babies. You better be a fucking good man. You better be a fucking good woman because we got babies in the house. You know, right? Yeah. I mean, don't why, fuck this why, up. Why would you? Why would you not expect that? I I totally understand that. I but, think we've, I think we've done a pretty good job of building each other up, though. Yeah, and I think. Um, I think that the way that we back each other up is really awesome and that we've both done that for each other consistently because like this last weekend when we had the incident with Izzy on her phone and I was like, listen, this is what happened 
and it pisses me off, and like, I need you to back me up. What you said was, you need to tell her that. Yeah, because you did. I can call. I called her on her bullshit, but she needs to know that. I don't that, need to tell her that. Well. All you have to do is be in the same room. That's it. And she was sitting on the couch like, hey, these are the rules with this phone. This is what happened. This is what we're going to do. Dad back to me up on this. She didn't even look at me. She didn't have to. I was in the fucking room. I'm not deaf. I'm not Joe Biden. I'm not retarded. I know, but the fact that that you do back me up, you don't, you know, oh, you don't have to listen to her. You can have your phone or whatever. That was my phone. <laughs> you don't do what the fuck we tell you with this phone or you have no phone. It's a simple process. Look, I'm a black and white kind of guy. You know me. I'm very, yeah. I'm archaic. Do what I say until you're 18 or fuck off. You don't get any of these nice things that we provide. It is your call. Turns out she likes the nice things we provide, so she does what is expected of her. Mm-hmm. We're not telling her to fucking murder rabbits every day just to earn her phone. It's, it's not Squid Game type of shit. Right. Make your bed. Be honest. Do good in school. Typical shit. And, uh, you know, don't abuse the privileges you're handed. That's, it's called a privilege for a reason. It's not right. No kid has a right to a phone. Yeah. No kid has a right to a good parent. But here we are. It's true. I don't know. We found a better balance, for sure. I feel like it was just in the past two or three years we, we really found it with the next group of teenagers... We still have, like, three more behind them. But. Yeah, but I think it helped with Izzy because she was she saw the a truth. huge source of conflict for, you know, she and I for years. She saw the truth with her. We didn't even have to tell her, look for this. We told her, this is what we have to say to you. Go to your mom's, watch and develop your own... Uh, whatever see what you want to see hear what you want to hear and watch how it doesn't drive with what we can prove to you is the truth it's your mental problem at that point mm-hmm. and at one point she came back and started asking a lot of questions she was like this this and this what are these like okay well, we can prove this this and this what do you think it is or what were you told and she's like i was lied to well, and it was, you, we watched her heartbreak and her face change when she realized just one thing led to another that she was lied to about. So I think it's important. I don't want to get specific with it. I no, really but I think it's important. And she started asking more questions. Yeah, I think it's important to mention that um, it's kind of like the conversation we had earlier where we don't say you know your mom's a fucking liar we say we don't trash talk yeah we say oh you are told that we don't pay child support let me show you that we do here's my proof that i do i have nothing further for you except this yeah make with make of it what you will and then at the end of our conversations we always ask um you know like what did you learn from this conversation and that's when she said my mom's a liar my mom's a liar and i was like oh damn it broke her heart she, those were her words that came out of her. We didn't tell her. We just showed her. I, Pay child I would support. like to, uh, <laughs> you know, show you my side of the story. And she said, my mom's a fucking liar. Now, that shit is heartbreaking for even, for even us because she has to, you know, feel it. She has to live it. She we don't live it. it. Yeah. And then since then, she's been very inquisitive. Um... Still super sweet. She's not, you know, angry about her. As right. far as I know, she's not angry or anything. She's just more aware of the Figuring dynamic. Mm-hmm. And she can say, I want to ask my mom this thing. And I'll tell her, here's what she'll reply with. And then she'll text him like, yeah, that's what she replied with. I'm like, yep. <laughs> it's not because I'm super smart. It's because... Uh, you know her. Uh, yeah, that's what she's going to do in that situation. Because... She, She's a linear thinker, and she's. This is a person who has spent so many years lying to themselves. They think everybody else believes the lies that they tell about themselves and to the world. They don't know anymore. They don't know which way is up. They don't realize they're lying anymore. It's. It's 
terrible, but Izzy realized it a while ago, and she's like, um, my mom said this, and what do you think? And we're like, oh, no, we can, we can totally do that. It's right here. Here, let me hand this to you. Mm-hmm. Type of shit. The well, phone situation. The yeah. phone. You, you tell this one. So, um, Izzy wanted to have the cell phone at our house um, to go back and forth to her mom. She thought her mom would be okay with it, and I said, well, we need to have the conversation with your mom. Mm-hmm. So I text Cammy this whole long thing about our rules at with the phone at our house and they're that, pretty similar. Yeah, and that we have, you know, told Izzy that if you allow the phone to go between both houses that she is to respect your rules. Yep. And um anyways, then Cammy responded back basically saying, you know, that's fine. Well, Izzy gets in the car and she tells me that Cammy was confused by our conversation. So I just pulled up our text stream and I was like, here. Here. Here's what we said to mom and yeah. here's what her reply. And she's like, oh. And I go, does does she seem confused? Was was I confusing? And she's like, no. I'm like, okay. So she took her phone back and we're good to go. Done. Yeah. She actually called us tonight mm-hmm. because uh, um. <laughs> I reset a couple of her passwords because we uh, thought she got, she got email notifications yeah. that some of her stuff was compromised. So I just logged into her phone or opened up her phone and changed her bank password because she has the app on her phone. I changed that one and her Apple ID because that's how motherfuckers tried stealing money from me a couple of years ago. And then put it back down. So tonight she was trying to get into one of those apps. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to get an app. What's my Apple ID password? I'm like, what's well, this? And done. Ding. Done. Like, yep. It was, can I call you? I have a question about trying to get something on my phone. Not, can I call you because I'm pregnant? <laughs> Where did that come from? You were super worried about why she said, can I call you? Because I thought that... You were worried about Cammy's intervention with the phone. Yeah, yeah. Well, she wouldn't be allowed to text, can I call you? Cammy would have just texted and said, Izzy is not going to use her phone to talk to you today. You know what I mean? Yeah. If Izzy's texting us saying, can I call you? I assumed it was about school, frankly. But I also remember changing all of her password stuff, and yeah. thankfully that's all. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like, and maybe it's my fault for letting the negativity, you know, consume my mind. But I thought for sure Cammy was telling her that she wasn't gonna. I told you. Get her phone. We let that phone go to her house. She'll treat it like kryptonite. She can say you're not allowed to use your phone anymore, but she yeah. can't keep it. She right. can't control it. She's not gonna break into it or change anything on it. Yeah. All she can do is. Turn it off. And then hand it back to her when she comes to her house. That's all she can do. Mm-hmm. That's my money. That's my phone. That's on my account. Yeah. She can't, she can't fuck with that. And we respected it when she did mm-hmm. that. So we would expect the same respect mm-hmm. in return. And she's not going to buy her new phone. So we already did. Yeah. But um, that was the level of compromise we had with her. Hey, we're going to do this and it's totally logical and she still has to follow all the rules. That reply you got was okay. Yeah. It it did make more sense. I don't know. And it's what well, and that was another thing she said. If it's what Izzy wants, you we're we're forcing this iPhone 11 on her cuz we're, we're bad to you parents. Cuz we we're forcing <laughs> yeah. a fully functional phone on her so we can talk to her when oh she needs us. Oh my gosh. All right, babe. You got anything else? Yeah. Whole bunch of bad memories. Whole bunch of good ones. Wait, is that where we were stopping? <laughs> so not to end on a sad note. I feel like we've uh, got a pretty good thing going. Yeah. Tell them the, the where's Jenna. Where's Jenna? <laughs> That's one of our favorite memories and one that still sticks around. Yes. You got 90 seconds to tell that story. 90 seconds. Um, every time TJ would pick Zoe up. From the age of three on. <laughs> Where's Jenna? It wasn't, hi, Dad, I love hi, you. Dad, I missed you. I missed Where's you all Jenna? week. <laughs> I'm like, oh, well, she's, she's at work or she's at home, baby. I'm here picking. Okay. And then she wouldn't say shit till we got home. <laughs> and to this day, like, if I pick them up and we get home, they all walk in the door Zoe would go put her backpack and she's like, where's Jenna? I'm like, <laughs> she's at work. Uh, I promise dinner's not going to be late. 
and your laundry's going to be done. And she's like, I was just wondering, can I text her? I'm like, fine. <laughs> She'll like talk to us, talk to you on her gizmo and be like, I love you. I'm like, you know, you can just talk to her now, right? Like you can just be like, where's Jenna on mm-hmm. your, on your watch? <laughs> Does it to this day. But that was one of the first things that we recognized was a, a breaking point because Zoe's been around as long as Ryan has. Yeah. And they have the most positive influence, you know, at least our best parts to the best of our ability. Yeah. Hers was, where's Jenna? And that was how we actually defined this episode was flashbacks. Where's Jenna? Mm-hmm. So I hope you guys were entertained, if nothing else. Yeah. And uh, we're going to uh, work a lot harder at being, being more consistent, consistent with this. <laughs> we're going to do another one this weekend. We're going to... Promise. We'll, we'll be back with a little bit more. And anybody who is out there listening and wants to reach out, Jenna can tell you how to do that. And hey, we've heard from a lot of folks... Uh, like emails and uh, even some phone calls and you guys are awesome yeah and would love to hear your stories too because hey you're not alone yeah guess what we're all sucking today's dick let's 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 get through it together (laughs) and not in a weird way I was just thinking let's do it together I'm like no don't say that yeah I messed that one up (laughs) anyway you know what I'm saying Thank you for listening to another episode of the Wicked Stepmom Podcast. As always, you can find me on Facebook under Jenna Garcia and Instagram as wickedstepmom.6. If you do want to friend me on social media, please let me know that you're a fan of the podcast. Otherwise, you will be denied. If you have any questions or topics you'd like to see covered, or if you just want to reach out and say hi, you can email me at wickedstepmom.6 at gmail.com. And if you love the podcast, please give us a five-star review. It really helps other people to find us and um, share our wealth of knowledge with everyone around us. Thanks for listening.